Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 147 and the 10th episode of the Homecoming Story Arc. Don't forget, tomorrow, Tuesday, January 29th, we are having our live tavern night on twitch.tv slash adventureincorporated. That will be at 8 o'clock p.m. right there on Twitch. We will be live. Uh, I'm not even really sure what we're going to do, but it's going to be really fun. Uh, they always are. They're a blast to, to have everyone in the chat room interacting with us while we uh, play these characters. It's sort of a looser, more uh, uh, relaxed setting. It's, it's a ton of fun. Please, please, please come and join us. And while we're at it, let's give a big thank you to the patrons who made that possible. We got $150 in donations, uh, well, we got over $150 in donations last month, which is why we're having the Tavern Night. Uh, patrons like Alina, who make this show uh, possible to do really cool things. We've got a big announcement coming out probably right around Adventure March that the patrons are already privy to because... Uh, we love them and, and they support us and, and so we wanted to give them a little something back. So a uh, big thank you to them and if you're not a patron, head over to patreon.com slash adventuring and become one today. That's all I got this week. Uh, we will see you at the live tavern night and then we will see you back here next week for another episode. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Guys, there, there, there are a lot of, there's a lot of puppy in this cloak. I'm, I, I just, I need, needed to say it. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Genevera, the sorcerer. Genevera, you're sitting there next to Clyde, who just goes. What the fuck? I like <laughs> hold up my hand for a high five. <laughs> Gibetto, the rogue. As soon as they see the five of you, their expression hardens. Uh, well, we'll see you later. And Gibetto just turns. <laughs> <to later. laughs> Gillick, the paladin warlock. But, but you're dying again, right? Like you die, then you get a spirit, and you're nothing, and then you become nothing, and then you're nothing. That sounds like bullshit. Let's go kill the Death Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and Asher, the Druid Barbarian. Yeah, but I'm asking specifically who, why Jeff is important to Asher. He just, he's just the first name. You know what? <laughs> I don't have to justify this. <laughs> Let us recall what happened when we last left our heroes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as I'm doing, um turn the unholy, I'm gonna dunk that medallion into the cauldron. Is it possible that what you've said to me here is true? Maybe from your perspective, although I find it hard to believe that when that building blew up three weeks ago, it had nothing to do with you or your companion. Wait, what? The Did you just say three weeks ago? Yes. I I, I need to go. I, I have... I need to leave. I I understand that that's an insane thing to say right now uh, when I'm chained to a table and you're a prisoner and you think I've blown up half of your country or whatever, but... Uh, outside, you see about three battalions of orcs. So <laughs> a huge, huge number of orcs. They have uh, several siege weapons, uh, giant catapults. I am Thinrock, the Thunderer. And I... The god of lightning and power will be your downfall. You take 15 damage from the lightning blast that slams into you. Uh, make a concentration check. Five. And you plummet to the ground. Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. So, Genevera, you fall straight down to the ground. Uh, you slam hard against uh, the ground for 13 damage. What are you at? 32. Okay, so you're about halfway down, right? Yeah, I'm exactly halfway down. Okay. Um, the, uh, the, the orc above you is sort of 
uh, swirling on like crackling lightning that's sort of shooting off of him and like keeping him afloat almost. It's like every time he sort of starts to fall a little bit, a bolt of lightning will crack down under him and push him up a little ways. So he's just sort of like haphazardly floating up above you. Um, what are you going? It's your turn. I am going to um, pull out my wand. Okay. And I'm going to cast hold person. Okay. Interesting. Stand by. <laughs> I mean, I could also cast hold monster. I don't know what. A uh, person works this. for him. Person would work yeah, for him yeah. in this. Uh, he is a person. So it's a wisdom saving throw. Or be paralyzed for one minute. Whew. Okay. Uh, wisdom saving throw. I assume an 11's not going to do it. Sure isn't. He's got uh, a pretty high wisdom. But that doesn't matter when you roll a five. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So you point the wand at him uh, and cast hold person. uh, And he drops to the ground as well. Suddenly paralyzed. He just falls like a stone also. Uh... Okay. Yeah, he slams into the ground. You can hear like a <gasps> escape from him. Uh, and so now it's his turn. So he gets a save at the end of each of his turns, right? Um, I believe so. He... Yeah. Okay. Uh, you see him uh, after he slams down into the ground, you see him like break the paralysis uh, and start to like Damn. get himself back like awake a little bit but uh, that's at the end of his turn so it's your turn again okay so I am going to um um how far am I from him? Uh, about, th- uh, we'll say like a hundred feet. Oh, okay. So I'm going to run towards him as far as I can go. Um, and I am going to pull out my. Oh, closer power? than that. Well, closer than that, because you 60 feet had uh, zapped him. So uh, we'll say once he fell to the ground, like the way you guys fell, you're probably like within 30 feet. Okay, so I can run right up to him? Yeah. Great. I'm going to run right up to him, and um, I am going to use my action to try and grab the stone from his forehead. Okay. Um... You reach down to grab the stone and there's like a backlash of energy. So make a constant. No. Make a charisma saving throw. I like that. 22. Okay. Yeah. The energy sort of tries to backlash against you, uh, but you've managed to get like a hand all the way around the stone and you see him like his eyes go wide and he's like screaming with terror uh, as you pull on this and you start to feel these like flashes like run through your mind um make a okay roll me a check and add your charisma modifier and your wisdom modifier okay so it'll just four um okay so 23 wow okay yeah. Um, yeah, rolling hot tonight. You're pulling. 
<laughs> Except for concentration checks. <laughs> right. Uh, you you uh, pull on this a little bit more and you start to, these flashes come more and more frequently. Uh, suddenly, you are miles above the land. You are looking down at all of Numerita below you. Uh, but not... It's 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 so far above Numerita that it, it's it's jarring. It's terrifying. Uh, you can see the uh, from the tip of the north of Paraneth all the way down past the Ishtarin wastes to the Demon Isles below. Uh, like you can just see all uh, from up here. Clouds sort of hover around, like at your level near you. Um, and you see hovering next to you uh, a very like uh, like a burly looking orc with long long gray beard sort of at ang- like cut at tight angles uh, his eyes sparkle with uh electricity uh and and white energy as he sort of hovers next to you he says you are not one of my kin You're right. You do not belong here, soaring among the clouds. My strength is not yours to take. Well, uh, can I just borrow it for a minute? I do not give to those who are not of my family, the oppressed. We will stand against the oppression of all of the other kinds. I don't know if I would call Dragonborn unoppressed. Like, I listen, I you walk down the middle of a busy street with me, and you'll see what happens. There's no, you know, like I feel like we're on the same level there. Like I feel like there's some sort of kinship in our understanding. So maybe we can just let that slide. You are little more than a construct, a plaything. Rude. <laughs> so rude. Jeez, Louise. The kin of the dragon god are of no concern to me. I fight for orc blood. I spill my blood for them. I give of myself. But not for you and your kind. Um, well, I don't know what to tell you, but I won this stone fair and square, so guess you're just gonna have to deal with me. Then we will fight for it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Energy starts to crackle in his hands uh, as he gathers forth the power of lightning. What if I promise to give it to another orc? Um, like, what if I what if I just put it away, tuck it in my pocket, and I know a really great orc who would love this and would use this power for great things? Make a persuasion check. Persuasion is a charisma, right? It is. Yeah, plus seven, <laughs> baby. That was a nat 20. That is a 20. It's so beautiful. (laughs) I just watched watched Steph throw the dice and then throw her arms wide (laughs) into a huge, like, like, why? Like, yeah! (laughs) I'm so happy. (laughs) I really don't want to fight this orc god. To be used by one of my kin. To bring them strength and power. Beyond this petty squabble of the Red Gods. Yes. I am agreeable to these terms. (laughs) Hell yeah, you are. Okay, so you're. I'm just gonna head back 
down now. Um, back to where I was. Cool. If you summon me, if you use my power, or one who is not of my kin, I will kill you. That is part of our deal. That's, I understand the terms and conditions. I will not summon you on purpose. How do you summon, how do you summon you? Just so I know, so I don't do it by accident. You, you would have to willingly reach into this stone. Bring your power to bear against it. And if you do not do such things as you have done here today, again, then you will live. Nice. You are suddenly back on the ground, standing over this guy who, uh, with now the stone is in your hand, off of his forehead and in your hand. Uh, he does not have the same appearance he had before. Um, he does not have like the lightning or the, the sort of the, the crackling strength or whatever. Uh, he is now just, uh, a, a terrified looking orc below you. It's your Great. turn. I'm going to cast chromatic orb at second level. Okay. Um, so just like out of game if i cast a spell it's not going to trigger this no 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 stone. no no you okay. have to have, have intention to... okay i just... <laughs> i don't want to fuck that up you had intention when you were taking the stone and trying to like pull its power from this guy right. that was the intention that that gave you access to it sure that makes sense i just wanted to check all right so chromatic orb i'm going to do it acid uh, 29 to hit. Uh, yeah, 29 hits. <laughs> 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, plus... Um, 29. 29 damage? Yeah. Yeah, you just drop a ball of acid on him that just just douses him uh and uh he is dead <laughs> cool um all right so i'm going to turn back to the battlefield and how is that going um so a lot of the orcs have scattered and run uh a lot of the troops for bradmont have not survived either though uh it was a brutal fight um, they're sort of like pulling back a lot of their dead, uh, piling up, you know, taking supplies from what's salvageable, salvaging things from the orcs who are dead also. Uh, like it was a pretty serious battle. Um, but the, but you know, the Marigleid survives another day, um, and, uh, pulls back into their, uh, into their encampment, I guess. Okay, so it's pretty much over. The battle's pretty much. Done. Yes, yes. Okay. So I'm going to make my way. I'm going to, you know, help as many people as I can. Just, like, get people back inside the walls. Like, yep. Do any of that as I'm going. Um, and then I'm going to make my way back to the walls or back to the castle. However I can get through. Okay. Or however far I can get through. Yeah, yeah. You sort of push back with this group. I mean, obviously now there's like a a lot of the refugees are trying to sort of get in with the crowd as uh, as people go back in through the walls. Um, Do I see Clevin? Um, no, no. He wasn't on this face of the wall the last time you saw him. It's been a long time since then also. It's been like over right, three right, weeks. Right. So you're not really sure where he is. Yeah. Uh, Although last you heard, they were going to bring him inside the walls. Right. I just wanted to keep an eye out, see if I caught a glimpse. Yeah, no. As you move back in through, uh, you don't see anything. Uh, as you get closer to the wall, you do see um, the the king has left uh, from the top of the wall. Uh, but Heinrich is still up there. Uh, he points you out to a couple of guards and they come down and, and escort you back into the uh, city. And then back to the palace. Uh, 
Okay. They they sort of like bring you to the same room that you met with uh, the king the first time that you came here. Uh, not your hospital room, but the sort of that first conference room. Uh, on your way back, you do notice that like uh, like about ten giant rocks made their way into the city. They took out a good number of buildings in the city proper. Um, they did some massive damage to the castle, which will need to be, uh, repaired at some point. Uh, but overall it could have been a lot worse, uh, if they'd managed to break the walls or anything like that, it would have been a, a lot, a bigger problem, but, uh, that luckily the defenses of the city are pretty well intact. Okay. Um, I'm going to sit and wait for Greywood. I don't want to do a runner. I don't want to like, <laughs> I just want to be patient. <laughs> uh, like I'm on shaky ground. Sure. Some time passes, uh, maybe like an hour. Um, but the next person to come in is Heinrich. Um, he said, so he comes in and he sort of sits across from you and he says, are you well? I'm not great. I guess that's understandable. But I'm not dead, which is more than I can say about Gillick right now, I think. So there's that. I'm sorry for what it's worth. Yeah, me too. This is... This is a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. He sort of puts his head in his hands. He's like... I keep thinking that maybe we can just reach out to Elatrix, fix all this. He just swoops in and solves the problem. I mean, yeah, that's literally what he's supposed to do, so... I can't imagine now that that's... that there's even anything he could do about this. I wouldn't be too so... So, sure. <laughs> um... Have we... We haven't told Heinrich about the Quaddle, right? Is I don't he, think he so. He doesn't even know that Elatrix is alive. He knows Elatrix is alive. He helped him... Oh, right. uh, he helped him fake his his own death, but he doesn't know that he's the Quaddle. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot that he could probably do, but um, last time we talked to him... Didn't seem like he was very interested in helping. I thought that my place was best here to help Greywood. To help him make the right decisions, to help guide this kingdom, but... I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't know. Where, what, where, where do you need me, Genevera? Where, what should I do? Uh, um, I think, whew, um, gosh, I wish all of us were here. I'm not the best at this stuff um i think that graywood still needs you i think that he's starting to understand that the kings need to start working together that gorm is our greatest enemy and that everything that's happening right now the lizard folk in knolls in perineth the orcs here uh whatever's happening in in ishtara we don't even we don't even know but it's all connected to gorm it has to be Everything that we've seen him do in the past, all of those memories we relived, this is his plan, is to cause chaos and 
make make his way easier to awaken Herrix. And I just, I think that we all need to be as close and as united as we possibly can. And I think you can get Greywood there. What are we trying to get him to? Whoa. What do we want him to to accept? Um <laughs> You know, that's a great question. Um Gillick and I came here with a mission to reunite the kingdoms and honestly, I <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. I know that if all six of them are reunited, Adonan and Iron Shaper are working on something really cool. I know that if the countries are working together to fight against Gorm with Iron Shaper's weapons, I know that we'll be able to fight him off. I just, right now, like, uh, in terms of an action plan, like, step one, I, I don't know. We're, we're chipping away piece by piece to try and, and, and get a handle on Gorm. We are we are trying. Um, we just need to keep Numerita alive. I think if we could convince um, King Callus or King Garhand to help with resources and, and, and armies, I think that would be huge, but I I don't know if I can see that happening. Yeah. I think you stand a better chance of having Gorm help you with resources and armies. Yeah, probably. All right. All right. Then we just have to take it day by day. We just have to work to make sure that the choices that we're making are helping Numerita. But we took a lot of loss today. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure how many of those we can face again. You need to keep Bradmont as strong as you can and I know that, that you can do that um, it, take a look um, in each in each battalion or in each um, strike I guess the orcs have gotten a hold of some really ancient I guess precious relics um, I don't even really know where they came from but um, they're giving them godlike powers and that is one of the reasons that their armies are so unstoppable. They're they're so difficult to take down because they have these leaders who are basically orc gods. Um, so that might be something to send out some scouts or or when when they're attacking, just know that there's going to be one leader more empowered than the rest. Maybe it's something Kaelith can work on. I'll talk to him. I think that after today, the king will probably let him out of custody. He's in custody? He was seen as a co-conspirator with you and Gillick. Oh. That makes me feel bad. I think it's a role that he's sort of proud of, honestly. Uh, but sounds about right. <laughs> I say in custody, but I, he's still uh, Greywood knows he can't run this kingdom without Kaelith, and he he had him under guard. He kept him in the castle, but Kaelith doesn't leave the castle anyway. It was fine. <laughs> sure, okay. Um. Does, what about me? That'll be up to you and him, I think. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. 
for everything. And he stands up and heads out to leave. And then uh, he sort of stops for a minute and he says, I think if there's anyone that can make this happen, it's you guys. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy we have you. Well, some of us, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us. And he walks out. Um, some more time passes. And uh, eventually uh, a few of those like fancy guards come in. They check the room. Uh, then they sort of step out while the king walks in. He sits down in the same place Caleb did and he says, You did me a great service today. I could I, mean, I could see from my vantage point. I What else was there for me to do? That's many things you could have run you could have hidden you could have stayed locked up there were many things you could have done that you chose not to do yeah if i were a bad person <laughs> but that's what i'm trying to tell you is i'm not i'm not i know that blowing up a bunch of things today doesn't really help my case for not having blown up the temple but that's just not, that's not me. I'm not going to blow things up unnecessarily. I'm not going to hurt people that we care about. For any, you know, unless they're throwing 10 ton rocks at me. I trusted him. I trusted him very quickly, but I trusted him more than I trust most anyone. Umaris? Yeah. Yeah. That's not your fault. I mean, he's persuasive, he's passionate. He has clear ideas and goals and can articulate them and it's easy to it's easy to listen when you want to believe. I am a king. It is my job to listen to the right things and to ignore the wrong things for the good of my people. If what you say is true, then I have failed. And I have failed them for quite a while. In a number of ways. I am willing to accept that. I am capable of failing. I hopefully am capable of making it right. I think you are. I still Trust am... Heinrich. I know that it's going to be hard. But he's good. The usurper. Yeah. You say that he has the interest of the people in, in mind. He has the interest of Numerita in mind. All people. He cares about Carapath, but he he's directly influenced by Elatrix in the way that he cares deeply for Numerita as a whole. I did not get along with Elatrix 
That's not true. I got along great with Elatrix. I did not agree with Elatrix. Frequently. Sure. He's a stubborn old man. He was a stubborn old man. Now he's definitely dead. (sighs) There is a lot for us to do. And a lot that I cannot add any substantive value to. My people here, we are, we have a boot on our throats and it is pressing harder. I will need help with this. This is ending soon, one way or another. They can see that we are weak. The force they sent today, it is a fraction of what they could bring to bear. They have not yet, because to throw themselves against our walls, to besiege us, to die in our fields, They can hold the city against no master. If Garhan decides he wants to expand Emberfall from there, it will be easy for him to clean up the remnants. But attacks like today's, where they lost 500 to my 8, these are the kinds of attacks that weaken me considerably so I don't really know anything about politics um, like in general how these things work like is there a way and I know this sounds pretty bad um, just like laying it out there but is there a way you could offer Garhand any amount of Bradmont land in exchange for his help because if he has a stake in this fight like he doesn't you know he doesn't want to pick up ravaged pieces of country if there was an exchange like I don't know if those things like exist if you can just like trade little bits of things um but, the the real know. problem is that I would not wish rule under Garhand on any one of my people, let alone I get that. It's just something to think about. Do you have like a big expanse of farmland that he could take? <laughs> let him roll some sheep. Yeah. We have a lot of big, expansive farmland, but without it, I fear that this would be futile regardless. Yeah, I I get that. Just trying to think of, I don't know, anything. What I need... What I need is the support of the people I know I can count on. Right now, the people I know I can count on... It seems... Is you. Yeah, you got me. So, when I call, I will need your help. Whatever help you can muster. Alright, I'm gonna... I'm gonna tell you flat out that... Remember when I said we are doing things to help stop Gorm? Sometimes those things take us out of, like, normal cellstone service areas. Um, like, we're working on no bars. Um, but I promise you that when you call, when I get your message, I will do everything in my power to come help you. He sort of paces for a moment. he says 
You are an executor of Adventure Incorporated. Yes. I wish to open a contract. One for all of the available adventurers at Adventure Incorporated to come to my call when I need them against these monsters. My resources are limited, but what I can offer in return is a union with any of the kings who would be willing to make such things work once again. Okay. Um. If you are beyond reach, you and your team, then the rest will have to do. What about, so, like I mentioned before, we're dealing with some pretty heavy undead stuff in Carapath. A lot of our teams are out trying to save Carapath the same way you're trying to save Bradmont. Um... Can we make the deal that any adventuring teams, I know you said that are available, so I'm going to say that are, like, we're going to define available here. Is that okay? I feel like if you have teams who are on missions, it would be difficult to recall them in a timely manner anyway. Okay. I just want to be clear that, like, I am upholding our end of the bargain when we come to this. Because I do want to help, and we do, we have, you know, our resources are not the infinite, uh, but we do have some really strong teams. We've got some duds. We've got some <laughs> teams who will... Who, <laughs> who will try their best, but... They are they are pure at heart. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I think that if we the the adventuring teams that are available to come help will come help when you call. I mark this oath. As the arbiter of justice in Bradmont, I would see it fulfilled on full extent of penalty. Do you accept this? Genevera is sweating. Because now, not only does she have to go back to Adventure Incorporated and say, hey guys, Gillick's dead, she also has to go back to Adventure Incorporated and say, hey, I just got half of our adventuring teams basically killed. So, she is sweating. Um... Okay. Yes, we have a deal. Noted. I will send word to the usurper and to the traveling king. Um, if you want to, when you reach out to um, King, king Harper, if you want to just mention that um, I helped... That's fine. <laughs> he sort of looks at you a little confused, and you can also, if you want to, just mention the fact that I that I 
flew above a bunch of orcs and and threw fire at them. That's you know not a bad thing either. Uh huh. Uh, I well, just wanna, you know, it's you, you just want to impress a king once in a while. Sure. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Um, good luck, Genevera. You too, Your Majesty. Uh, I figured you would probably want this. Um, he opens the door and grabs the hammer. Uh, and hands Verdoom to you. Thanks. I am sorry. Um, I am sorry for how this all happened. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, not great. Um, he says, By my power, you are free to come and go from Bradmont as you please. Let us hope your third visit will be more successful than your previous two have been. Third time's a charm. Good luck. And Thank he, you. Le- he leaves. Hoo wee! <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! A doodle do. <laughs> I feel like that was a trap, and I failed. What? <laughs> I mean, I got. Because I just, I don't know. I all I'm like, you gave us half our troops? Like, Gebetto's going to be yelling at me. Like, what did you do that for? We have a bottom line. Maybe. Or like some shit. But Gebetto's kind of a jerk. <laughs> Everyone thinks Asher's the asshole. It's stealth Gebetto. He's sneaky. Uh... Okay, where are you headed now? I'm going to head back to Kaelith, and I am going to um, have him uh, portal me back to Adventure Incorporated. Yeah, you head back to Kaelith's office. He's, like, tidying up a bunch of things. He's like, stupid guards, and they're knocking things over while they're moving about. This office is not meant for people in armor. And, uh, uh, Genevera! Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, I, what can I do for you? (laughs) Oh boy. You can bring Gillick back. Can you do that? No, probably not. No, I, yeah, I don't believe that I can. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I think it's time for me to head back to Adventure Incorporated. I have, uh, I can prepare the way for you. Um, during my, uh, interviewing of the last few weeks, I have told the king about the passage between here and, uh, Malkamara. So, uh, he is now aware of its existence, so that you know. Um, and He's a pretty cool guy, once you break him down a little bit. I think he's going to try to do right. Like, I really think he's going to try. I think he has always tried. I just think he is sometimes misguided. Yeah, that sounds fair. And to his credit, that misguiding sometimes comes from good sources. He has always been one to listen and make a decision, not simply act. Uh, perhaps in the past I have made uh, decisions and and guided him in ways that were not in hindsight the best course of action myself but we all try to do better yeah um I told Heinrich this but just about the orcs um, they've got... He mentioned, yes, little... the stones. Okay. I will see what I can learn about this. It is not something I am familiar with. I just thought it might help as you guys are trying to fight them off. Okay. Do you have any advice? 
Like, is there anything? <laughs> I know it just seems like such a lame question, but I really, I don't know what we do next. Like, I know that that we, the many pennies, have our to-do list. It's like a million things long, but we've got a list. But I don't. I want to make sure that that we're looking at this from from every angle. Omen is still looking for the dagger. We have that covered. We will continue to look for that. Oh. Don't. What? <laughs> um. Sorry, things have been a little bananas since we got here. Um. We have the dagger. We just got it. We, like, just got it. A month like, ago. <laughs> well, we've only had one conversation. Also, bullshit. Omen is sitting outside the castle. They're not looking for jack squat. Not right now they're not. They were three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we just got it. It's, like, a super recent thing. Um... I'm sorry for that not being one of the first things I told you, but we were a little distracted. Okay. He sort of moves back to his desk and like, uh, like picks up a stone and sort of focuses on a minute. And he's like, yes, yes. As soon as you can. And he like puts it down. He's like, okay. Um, so what would you rather we put our focus towards? What can we do to alleviate some of the issues you are facing. So. Let me. Genevieve is going to take out her, her journal. And look up her to-do list. I think it's been quite some time since we. Oh, there it is. Plentiful Nichols. Oh, that's the tavern name. Okay. So we have... Find happiness is something on my list. That's bad. <laughs> um, man, this is a very many pennies centric list. We need to think bigger sometimes. <laughs> Just worrying about our family and stuff. Man, how times have changed. Um, so we're still looking for the Chalice of Salius. I don't, I mean, we do have one of the three, so it's, that's, you know, Gorm can't use them. It would certainly be valuable to have all of the three, I suppose. Yeah. Um, uh, also, obviously, you know this, but maybe sending them to um, figure out what's happening in Ishtara with King Harriman. That feels pretty important, too. Yes, perhaps. Hmm. Yes, we can find out what uh, what is happening in Vedris. Um, and we will report that back to you as well. Okay. I think that's a good start. My advice for you is simple then. There is a path before you that must be followed. One that only you are capable of following. There are things in this world. Things that you have stumbled across. Things that have found you. If they are calling for you, answer them. And if you have... If, if you are alone are capable of a thing, make sure that you are the ones that you are heading out to do them. Because we cannot survive this. For whatever reason, your links are tied with Gorms. Your, your fates are linked with Gorms. And we cannot stop him without you. These... Ley lines, these 
things that have come up that are your purview alone, they must be done. Um, can, okay, you're the right person to ask this, I think. Um, so when we spoke with Gorm, or when we, we were in Gorm's memories and we met, did I tell you this? I, I vaguely recall something about this, I think. Uh, it was a hurried conversation, but uh, I, I think that w- if it's something you would have talked to him about, even if we didn't discuss it directly, I'm sure you had like a moment to fill him in um, uh, sometime like before, as you guys were preparing to head out to speak with uh, Umris, you would have had an opportunity to yeah. speak with him if you wanted to. So that's fine. Okay. Okay. Um. So when we spoke with Gorm, he told us that, well, when we spoke with this world's Gorm, he told us that evil, evil Gorm is finding backups for the ley lines, um, backup powers of of magic. So, um, for instance, as a blue dra- blue, as mm-hmm. a blue dragon, he would use himself to channel the divination. Um, maybe if you know any like alternate sources of magic that he may be trying to use. We don't want to stop him from finding those backups just yet because we're afraid that he's going to portal out into a new universe if we get too hot on his heels. Um, And we really want to take him down once and for all. We don't want to leave him for another universe to have to deal with. Um, But if you can think of alternate sources you know like heavily concentrated sources of these magics let us know okay do it in secret don't you know go shouting it from the castle tops abjuration divination evocation and necromancy I believe yes okay If um, if you must shut down the others, that leaves you four to go. Yeah. We've got a lot of work to do. But I think you're right. I think we need to barrel down. I think we need to focus on what we alone can control and rely on the people around us to um, fill in the gaps. We will do what we can. I know. Tell the others that uh, I I wish you all the best of luck, and if you ever need me, let me know. Thanks. He opens a portal to Monkamara. I take a deep breath, <laughs> and I go through. Are you ready for another talk of ours, Gillick? What? Are what? you prepared? I can't hear Are you. Are you ready yet? I can't hear you over how much pain I'm in. <laughs> this is only the beginning, Gillick. Uh, Are you prepared to give of yourself yet? To turn away from the light. No. To shun them. No, I'm not ready. To make do that. a make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, that's gonna be. I, I rolled a sixteen. Uh, 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 copy of Gillick. Where is it? Where is it? What's my plus? Yeah, I already got a twenty-one. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you take. Well, you feel as though you take. Five points of psychic damage. Ah, but oh, if if that were true, if you truly had taken five points of psychic damage, you would have long since died. Okay. Uh, over the weeks that have come before, you have been uh, ripped apart from every 
angle in your mind. Yeah. Things have... Yeah. Was there even like just a been... scene where it's like it looks like it physically felt like I was getting ripped apart and then I woke oh, back up? Oh, over and over. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> my, so my brain thinks my body's been ripped apart and destroyed a bunch of times. But, my, but okay, cool. Yeah, awesome. and, and now Super and true. and here you feel it again. You've you resist it, but you still feel those like fingers tearing at your mind, the tentacles pulling you apart slowly as they sort of rip through you. Um, and you can't take my brain can, from me. I will have it. No, it's Gilt. fine. It will be both of ours. Tell me, Gilligurdrad. Tell me where you find your strength to resist me. At the bottom of a glass. No, that has never been your strength. If anything, it has dulled you. It has made you more accessible to me. Maybe that's what I wanted. I mean, now I'm in so much pain, my brain, my mind. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. 22. Yeah, another four points rend at you. You're, at this point, you feel like you've found a way to keep the core of yourself protected. Um, this this damage that it's dealing now, it's nothing like what it was dealing. Uh, and, and now you've sort of... You've gotten to a point where uh, you feel like the the assault that is coming is is blunted somehow like you've chosen not to believe in its strength in some capacity okay so Gil's gonna hold on to that but um as he's having that realization he's gonna start crying like he's gonna he'll cry in front of in front of the shadow lord just like 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 he's he's in a lot he gillick is actually in a lot of physical pain yeah yeah and yeah. emotional pain and there's like a uh, a mirthless <laughs> a mirthless chuckle escapes from the face of your father that he is using as his puppet in this discussion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he says, Gillick, you can't You're hold not my real this father. arm forever. Don't you talk to me. <laughs> I am more your real father than this vessel will ever be. I have guided you through the darkness. I have I have led you on the trial of fire. And from me, you have arisen stronger. Our pact, Gillick. Our bond. You are my tool, and I am your salvation. I mean, maybe you are. I don't know, but this doesn't seem like salvation. This hurts. Shadow. You must embrace it. Embrace it to feel its warmth. Embrace it. If you give up your connection. Oh, you said give up. I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) Make a wisdom saving throw. A natural one. <laughs> awesome. What happens? You take 27 damage oh, from of psychic damage. Uh, what's your max HP? Uh, 80. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he just like tears at you with, with this. Okay. 86. <laughs> You look such a tank. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he rends at you with this uh, with this psychic damage. Um, it's not enough to make you pass out, but it it hurts badly. Mm. Um, am I am I shackled? Like how am I? How am I? Um, how am I? Yeah. Well, uh, I wouldn't say you're specifically shackled. It's just that there's nowhere really to go. Uh, you are on the astral plane. Okay. So, but I'm not I'm around not like, you, like anchored to anything. Like I can walk around and do stuff. Yeah. Okay. Can I walk over to the Shadow Lord and just like try to use land hands on him? Just like grab him and and instead of healing him, I want to think about using my ability to take some points from him. Make a charisma check. Okay. 22. Okay. Uh, yeah, you step up to him. 
uh, and you place your so you basically you step up to your father who is tethered by these tentacles mm-hmm. to the giant mass uh, that sort of fills the void behind oh, cool. you. Oh, cool! So it's just a big, big black sphere, right? Like, like, like uh, tentacles, things sticking out. Cool. Yeah, and so it's almost like he's plugged into it oh, yeah. uh, through this tentacle shadow matrix. Uh, and you you reach out to your father. You you put you place a hand on him, uh, and you try to siphon away this energy from him. Yeah, just 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 fucking around with land hands. Can I put points in? Can I take points out? Like uh, like I don't know. I'm in the astral plane. I'm gonna start fucking around with my powers. For a few or, seconds, yeah. you feel a small rush. <laughs> uh, I like that. You gain back uh, five hit points. Okay. And then you hear him say, if you wanted my power, Gillick, I could have given it to you. Make a charisma saving throw. 18. Okay. Uh, You are bombarded with shadow energy (laughs) that floods over you. (laughs) Power up. It seems to just wash over every part of you and you feel that light within you... uh, is assaulted by this uh, energy. Like it is, it is trying to break that core down. It is trying to find purchase. Uh, uh, Gillick's going to curl up. Um, Gillick's is going to assume that, that that internal light is in his heart. And so as the shadow is over overwhelming him, and you said he has, um, he has, um, he doesn't have redoom, right? Correct. Does he have abjuration? Uh, Abjuration, yes, he abjur- does have abjuration. Right. Gillick's gonna curl up into like a fetal position on the ground as the shadow is uh, overcoming him. Um, but then he's gonna put his shield. He's gonna he's gonna equip his shield, but put it on his back as he's on the floor and activate um, and activate uh, abjuration to see if he can reflect the shadow back at him. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're just being bombarded by these shadows. You try to move abjuration into the way to stop, stop the, the energy flow and bounce it back. Um, and you feel like you do, you sort of push this wave back for a second and then just a second as it all comes cascading down on top of you again. Like a typhoon. Uh, yeah. And it's just sort of, it is a crushing weight that knocks you unconscious once more. And the last thing you hear are the whispers, I will have you. Hey adventurers, DM Anthony here again. I just want to remind you that there are lots of ways to support the show. Head on over to patreon.com slash adventure inc. Tell your friends about the show. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Links and more can be found at adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks everyone, we'll see you next week. That's all I've got this week. Uh, I'm, I'm real weird. I got a, I got a cold. My head's all fuzzy. Uh, so enjoy this episode. Uh, we love you. Let's get started. <laughs>